Hey, hey, welcome, welcome. It's your good pals, Jim and Sam. From Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. Great podcast episode today, Sam. Yes, absolutely, Jim. Today we have Lauren Compton, the host of First Date with Lauren Compton. Yeah, I did her show and had a great time. I'm glad we had her in. Yeah, it was really fun to talk to her about all of the horrible horror movies she's done. Right, with the Nagel brothers. The only thing worse than one Nagel is two. I will be in Toronto at Just for Laughs on September 28th, and I'm adding more dates very soon. Hey, check us out weekday mornings on Sirius XM Channel 103. And if you aren't a subscriber, go get three free months by going to SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam. And enjoy Lauren Compton on the Jim and Sam podcast. Lauren Compton is here. We were just talking about Britney Spears. Uh, Lauren Compton, uh, of course, the host of First Date with Lauren Compton, every Tuesday uh, from your mom's house studios on YouTube and all audio platforms. You just had Jim on as a guest. I did. Uh, episode is fire. It was fire. fire. Yeah, it was fire. fun. That's what Jim was saying. He came in. He was like, it was fire. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's doing really well. Yeah. I've it, gotten so many compliments. People are like, I love Jim. Oh, thank you. And people were asking me to have you on before that episode was even released. Oh, they really? were like, have Jim on. Have, you can see it in all the comments on all the other videos. So you have to give the people what they want. Yeah. See, I try to tell you this. The demand for you is palpable and you don't believe it. No, but I, you're a good host. It was a very fun show. I didn't know what to expect. You're very prepared. I love the studio you do it in. It's like the same place Dr. Drew does his thing, but it looks much different. It's great. <laughs> yeah, Really thanks. enjoyable. I appreciate it. Do you like write questions or do you have people actually doing it for you or with you? Um, well, we all developed the show all together. So the menu that we have that I ask questions from is like a big collaboration. Sometimes I'll just come up with a couple, text my producers. I'm like, put these in the menu. And it's it's truly the whole studio all together is just trying to make that show work. Yeah, Imagine that, having cooperation. Of it's got to be very nice to I have, have no people idea. behind the scenes who help you. <laughs> yeah, no. It has to be really. Instead of a room full of saboteurs. <laughs> That's what we have here. One day. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be able to do shit without that studio. Right. How right. did you come? How did you come like to to get with uh, your mom's house? How did you like connect with them? So, uh, I think what I do best is probably sketch comedies. I film those funny little videos that go viral, and I had one that got I don't know it was like twenty million views or something, and uh, they saw it and they sent me an email and I thought it was fake. I thought it was just like spam. And it was from your mom's house, and it was uh, the president, and he was just like, hey, I, you know, would you like to sit down and talk about having a podcast? And I was like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't believe yeah. you. <laughs> then I, like, uh, I went back, and I looked at it again, and I was like, maybe this is real. And uh, I had a meeting with them, and then a year later. That's how long it takes, though, yeah. a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, like it's not like one of those things that, you have a conversation, and within two weeks, you're up and running, and here we go. Uh, no. Right. There was the whole contract thing. Yes. They had Quentin Tarantino's set designer build that set, and then we had to go through mock-ups, and, we, and the developing the show took six months. Wow. I filmed like 20 episodes. You'll never see us trying really? to like figure out what we were going to do. What, did you, what was the most opposite thing you did from what you finally did? Sports talk. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um, I think it originally started as me not having anyone on the show, just um, talking to what was it Collins and replying to emails, like voicemails, and kind stuff. of being like a female Doctor Drew. Sure. And I was like, I'm not. This is not my area of expertise. Right. You're better off interacting with people instead of like instead of just going by emails, you might as well talk to the person who sent the email. Yeah. 
And then um, we, we tried to do some interview style stuff and they didn't like the interview style process for me. So we, we came up with first date where it was just like really pointed and I talked to someone about what it's like to date them and yeah, made it. It's like kind of amazing that the podcasting industry is going that professional. Yeah. Right? Like That was, studio, by the way, is a fucking, it's an operation. Right, right. It's an operation. Like, there was a, a, a time for a long time where it's like a podcast was just picking up a microphone and shitting into it and seeing what happens, right? Right. But everybody did it. So it's like the, the idea that like some smart comics have professionalized it and brought it up is very, very good. How many Tarantino set designers? So, because the set is noticeably nice. He did ours too. Like, that is true. Yeah, I can tell the lighting, right, right. the vibe. Right, it's not like the stale studio. It's just been sitting here. For yeah, 10 yeah, years. yeah. The cameras are not even on, by the way. No, no, no. It's no, just no, good, good stuff. That's not it. How long did he take to to kind of get what you guys wanted? Um, so I was really specific with uh, kind of like how the vibe that I wanted. I wanted like Moroccan lights hanging and like red velvet curtains and this whole warm vibe with warm lighting. I don't know. I was really, really specific with it. Um. And it took him six months. Wow. And he was coming there back and forth? Or he just... was, yeah, he mocked up like a uh, video or what is it, like a photo where right. it was like a concept drawing. Mm. And then we went in and out and it, I had to be so specific with everything even on the bar because everything that was in the photo was going to come to fruition. So if there was anything at all that I wanted to change, I had to tell him. And if I'll show you a picture of the mock-up, Versus how it came out, it's exact. The mock-up is exactly like that. Yeah, it's out. really, it's really nice. I mean, it's it's very comfortable and it is warm. So when you sit down, I, I like the way the mics are too. They're not, they're just kind of there mm-hmm. and they everything is great. Do you use overhead mics too or no? No, just the regular mics. There's okay. the overhead lighting, but yeah, I t- had to make sure that the microphones were sideways because I didn't want it to cover up my face or my cleavage. Right. Yeah. Smart. No, that's very smart. You know, those are the two smart. things on myself I actually do want to cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was like, uh, I want this show to be very visual. Yeah. Yeah. But by the way, you've been in Playboy, and these are the questions I'm asking you. So do you use overhead mics? I, know, I mean, yeah, I truly am an asshole. It's, it's just like reading some of the stuff that the guys put together about it's her, amazing, and I'm yeah. like, he's asking about set design. I, I'm just curious. Can I... Well, it's a sick-ass set. I no, mean. I mean, the set looks great and everything. And it's I like, took note of it, like how great it looks. I'm literally reading a sentence that says... She has had her toes sucked and enjoyed it, but it is not her preferred fetish because she thinks she has weird ET toes. And I'm I hearing do. about like, yeah, the overhead mics are good. Yeah, but why do you think you have ET toes? I don't. I don't think I do. I know I do. I have one toe on my right foot. It's my like. It's the one to the, the right of the big toe. The second one. The more. It's like Morton's toe. It's called or something. It is goes, that what it is? It goes longer. It's but on my left foot it's not longer. Oof. Huh. On my right foot it is longer, and Yikes. it looks like pull up ET's finger. It looks just like ET's fucking does, finger. Does it dude. light up on the end? I have I have had people give me ET stuffed animals as birthday gifts. Oh, that's cruel. It, because that is what my toe looks like on my oh, right wow. foot. It's, it's so ugly. It's so gangly. That's it's not a bad so thing. Gross. That's how you know you're good looking. No one to say, oh, like, trust me, you don't want to see my the big toe on my right foot. I mean, that's the, <laughs> if that's all you have going wrong. I have a single toe that is unattractive. Yeah. It is awful. Yeah. It's also like the difference in a half size bigger. Like my left foot is a seven and then my right's a seven and a half. You know when you go buy shoes, they check them to make sure that right. they're the same. I, I've tried to slip in a seven and a half in that box before and they always catch me. You have to buy separate shoes? 
I've done that only one time and it was a really expensive pair of heels. But I'm walking around this universe in a seven and a seven and a half. Yeah. What is going on? No, it's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Especially because you were an octagon girl, right? For like two weeks. All right, but still, you got to walk professionally and you got like. <laughs> In a feet circle. that are two different sizes. Yeah. That's got to be very difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you like that job? I thought it was really cool. So the, they were making a TV show called Octagon Girls, and the original two are brunettes, and they brought in me and another blonde to stir up some controversy. You know how reality always is. Nice. And if the show got picked up, we would be offered contracts, but the show didn't get picked up, so I like never did a ring girl job again. I love that. You're like, I'll be a ring girl, but only for the reality show. Oh, of course. Like, I'm not like, actually I don't give a do shit that. about your UFC, okay? <laughs> like, you have to offer me a really shitty contract with reality TV. Right. And then I'm in. Then what, I'll do it. Now, was it like uh, that was part of the show? Okay, this is her first time doing this, or she's brand new doing this? Uh, for UFC? Meaning, like, was the reality show based in just Octagon Girls, or, hey, here's somebody who's just starting doing this as well? I had never done it. I mean, they literally, it was like, uh, you know, you go to an audition. It was just an audition. I, I can't even remember. It was so long ago. Or maybe they reached out to me. But they didn't even, they were just trying to create a controversial reality show. I had never walked in a circle like that before. Yeah. Has anybody that you've ever dated been like, what's the deal with this toe here? What about it? Like, have they, has they, have they been like, this is... Is it my secret? Right. Or or has somebody actually... Is this an insecurity that you have? Or has somebody actually been like, this is this is a weird toe you got? Um, I, I don't think anyone's, like, actually pointed it out. Right. But that's just because men love to get laid. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're like, you could have. They haven't tried negging you with no. Yeah. Trust me, no one has even told Heather Miller she's missing a leg. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even notice. I didn't. <laughs> no one, no one has pointed it out. It's definitely something that I notice on myself. I got you. Will you tell them? Like, I warn people. Like, I like to get it out of the way, whatever I don't like about myself, just to know it's been said, and I want you to know that I'm aware of it. So will you tell them, like, yeah, my That's tough. not a good strategy. <laughs> I mean, people, then it's like, oh, I wouldn't have even noticed I, that. I probably not, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, now that's all I see. I, I have told people before, like, I'll be sitting on the couch, and I'll have my toes out, and I'm like, do you want to see something really weird? <laughs> and usually they're like, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just, like, pull the blankets so that my toes pop out, and I'm like... Look at the right one. And then there's this awkward moment, and I'm like, do you still like me? And then usually it really works. That's a good test. That's also got to be nice to know, like, you know that no guy is going to walk away because of that. Like, there's <laughs> no guy. There's got to be nice, like, my worst quality, like, uh, you're not going anywhere. Unless it, gra it, like, grates on them. You know what I mean? At first, like, of course I still like you. Of course. Then they go to bed that night and they're thinking about the toe. Then they wake up the next day and they're thinking about the toe. And eventually, it's all they see. It's a, yeah, it's a risk. Yeah, I uh, most of the guys that I date have much prettier feet than I do. Or if you if you get to a knockdown drag out fight, that's what they pull out. You and your <laughs> fucking toe. Like that's, yeah, <laughs> that's the the one. That's the one fucking nuclear bomb they're because waiting you know to drop. They're talking the to their friends. Yeah. They're like, God, that girl had an ugly fucking toe. <laughs> I couldn't imagine still being with her. What kind of viral videos do you make? Just like funny sketches. Okay, like really short, what? ten second videos. Oh, um, like let's see, watch this one with the white T shirt down to the right, second from the bottom on the right. Yeah, like that's a perfect example. So that's getting the mail in Texas. Is this you walking outside the house? Yep. That's right. 
Is this hot? Hot and humid. <laughs> the humidity, yeah. yeah. Doesn't take very long. <laughs> really stupid shit yeah. like that. It's good. <laughs> I've, I, I always marvel at people who can, like, I feel like the whole Vine generation started it. And they it, did. It's just like a different skill set. When you can come up with a story, a story in 10 to yeah. 15 seconds where it's actually funny, I've, I, I, Marvel at people who can do that because I could never, I could never. It, it's insane people yeah. who could do like f- ten second, six second videos. I could never. No, like I would be going, okay, guys, I'm going out for the mail. <laughs> I would just lose over. everybody. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> well, you have to have hair to get that one. That's yeah, I couldn't true. have pulled that one off, no matter how much time I had. But still, <laughs> it is hard to do in a very short period of time. Yeah, I've. I feel like that's my um forte. But they're like act outs, right? You know. It's just like if you were to talk about something in stand-up, only instead of any dialogue, I'm just acting it out as sh- in as, sh- as quickly as I possibly can. Sketch comedy is hard, though. Like, it's really, like, bad sketch comedy is unwatchable, and good sketch comedy is, is fucking unbelievable, but it's not easy to do, and it's most people are not good at it. It's the editing. You have to know how to edit to do some stuff like this. Like, there's some other videos, like the one that has 42 million up there on the right. Like oh, no big one, deal. <laughs> like, no big that deal. one is mostly just editing and timing and lighting and camera angles. What's it? What's the title of the video? Uh, is this, is this like, what marriage is like? Is this is marriage it? or is my hand just broken? Oh, it's you clean, oh, clean the toilet. So every time I try to put the ring on, like I'm married, I'm just like a housewife. Oh, oh, nice. And then when I take the ring off, I'm like back to. But look at that. The whole story is there. Yeah. In 10 seconds. In 10 it's seconds. It's brilliant. And then the <laughs> ring goes in the garbage. Yeah, the I whole story is, is beginning. You know exactly where it's going, and it's over in 10 seconds. It's yeah. like a mini movie. Yeah, but you know who's do those? Uh, Will Sasso would watch the, the things uh, that he would. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, a hundred. No, Will Vine. Sasso. No, I'm just laughing because I was. When he popped the lemons out of his mouth? It was, it was all, brilliant. The other stuff that he was doing, no, but he would do like a whole, he would just pick something and be done in six seconds. And I was like, I just could never pull that off in six seconds. Yeah, he had a whole thing. Watching someone be that funny and that quickly and, and change directions that many times. Where he would like, the setup would be there and then a, he would pop a full lemon out of his mouth. <laughs> and it was weird, whole, yeah. It was great. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> He's a genius. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, but to do it in a short period of time is just, and you're smart, because I've never mastered that, so therefore I've just kind of gone by the wayside. You have. Of course. My social media, zero engagement. That's Okay. That's what it is. Well, Will's doing good for himself. Do you pay attention to what people say? Like, do you care? Do you go and, like, read comments and respond to them? I'm that toxic. My toxic trait is that I read the comments. You do? Yeah. And it bothers you or it doesn't? Um, It's the weird shit that bothers me. Like, when people, like, the other day someone said I had big feet on Twitter. They were like, wow, you have big feet and heavies up top. And I was like, um, I'm a (laughs) 6.5 shoe, but you're right about the triple Ds up top. I thought you were a seven and a seven and a half. Well, shut up. <laughs> I guess I do have big feet. That's not even big. I mean, like nines. But are isn't big. a seven small? Yes, that's a very average. It's foot. like a size nine. Well, when you the just girl's went like, from I'm small a nine. Average. Yeah. 
that's a boat foot. Yeah, seven and a half like, is starting to inch towards. You can't tell me I have big feet. Like shit, like that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, you can tell me that I like. like that. You can tell me you don't like my personality. I'm right. not. She's not a funny comedian. Like women aren't funny. I'm like, eh, okay, well, I agree. Like I'm probably not that funny sometimes. But the feet? Yeah, that's don't that come for my feet, dude. Yeah, on them, but not <laughs> you know, you know how that is. You know how I am with that. That's my sensitive spot. Yeah. yeah, that's just someone being a dick. Yeah, that's just someone being a dick. Well, luckily now that you've let people know that's what you're sensitive about, they'll probably leave it alone. They won't mention <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they'll avoid talking about it ever again. They'll go, oh no, 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 this this might hurt her feelings. I won't, yeah. I won't bring this up. <laughs> well, how many episodes deep are you into the podcast officially? Um. Seven. Seven. You only done seven? No, no, nine. nine. Nine was just released on Tuesday. You were eight. Eight. Who was nine? Trevor Wallace. Okay. So have you, uh, the interesting thing about podcasting though is like to go from short snippets and stuff where you can kind of just show exactly what you want to show and that's it to like long form podcasting is now everything that you say is going to be out there. So now there's like an hour of stuff for people to comment on and all of a sudden like, you know, I feel like with a lot of people, when you're doing 10 second videos, they can kind of shape whatever image of you they want. Yeah. And now it's like, no, okay, this is exactly who I am. Mm-hmm. Has the, have the, have the, has the audience changed? Have the comments gotten different? The comments on the podcast have been awesome. Good. Outside of Instagram. <laughs> I don't know why people just love to freaking hate on Instagram, but on YouTube, I guess where it matters, right. the comments are fire. They're just really awesome. People are loving the show. Instagram, they're like, who the fuck is this girl? She needs to go away. Uh, they're being dicks. Yeah, but it's like literally only on the YMH Instagram page. But it's also funny with like your mom's house. It's like we're just adding. It's not like you're replacing right. somebody. Yeah. It's just we're... We're adding. But I think it's weird when people feel so connected to the studio, like the outside audience, and they feel like they run the show. Right. And so bringing in someone new, it just ruffles the feathers. I also think there's something about podcasting that's so like, I don't know, like intimate, right? territorial Right, and territorial where like- Tom Segura, right? Like everybody thinks that they're his friend. Like the, he's he's in their head as his friend. Yeah. And so the fact that like his company goes like, no, you get a podcast. Now I'm at home going like, we, he's my we friend. Didn't he didn't talk give me about a podca- this. Yeah. None of us agreed on this. This was not a group decision. Who decided to bring the fucking blonde, big titted bitch in here? That's right. That's, that's what, what so you got said my before. Yeah. Like that's how they are. Yeah. And I'm. But it's just you're an extra person in the family now, and they don't like it. That's all. Yeah. It is. Nothing, and eventually they'll get used to you and like you, and go, "I didn't like you first, but now I do." And then the next one that comes in after you, fuck them. That's that's right. The new. Yeah. So that's the only backlash I've I've seen at all. And that's not even bad. No, but that's typical, I guess, of Instagram. But the rest yeah, of things. Yeah, it's good, but you might have to s- stop reading comments. I've stopped on the Instagram page. Yeah. Because it's just never nice. No. And, and it's like, not helpful. No. Right. I mean, and no one's talking about my feet in there. 
And that's what you want. If you're going to talk if, about something. Yeah, if you're going to hurt my feelings, it needs to feet. be something I've got calluses built up with. And literally on your feet, on there are calluses. On my feet, corns. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just kidding. And it was a good so show. <laughs> it was a fun show to Bunions. do. <laughs> it was a very easy conversation, and you were prepared, and it was just, it was fun. Like, it was a really easy show to do. I like doing it, so people are just being dicks for no reason. They're yeah. Not, there's no, like, legitimate reason to be angry at this show but i respond to like positive comments like i've responded to a few on the youtube page except questionable guest choices that's the only flaw in the show specifically episode eight i think episode eight was a fine guest choice <laughs> but uh it, the studio is very impressive i don't know how long they've been in that but it's like these guys that are doing podcasts right like they just own buildings you just go and it's, it's building it's like six Warner brothers yeah it really like is a it's studio a lot. studio lot yep yeah very nice. They have their studio, and then you see uh, two bears, one cave, and then, you know, uh, But it's Lawrence. so fancy. It's dangerous, though, right? Because some people go like, that's what I got to do. I'm going to get a studio space. I'm good. And it's like, bro, you didn't even start a podcast yet. <laughs> you have no money. Do not just go and, like, rent a studio space and, like, build a set and just go like, yep, and then the audience will pour in. It's, well, build a little something first yeah right like your mom's house was like you can see you can just go back and watch the progression of all of it mm -hmm. you can't just start at level eight well it didn't start in a professional that's what i mean studio. that's what i'm yeah. saying like there are other yeah yeah that that's the that's that's the that's the hiccup that i i see sometimes is that people are like oh yeah that's what i'll do exactly that and it's like not yet no. not yet pace yeah. yourself pace yourself how many uh how long i didn't do a video since the beginning what do you mean? Have they have they always used video on your mom's house? On um, I think so. All right, yes, they just. I mean, as long as as long as videos have been popular, right, right. Yeah. I would imagine so. I mean, their studio's set up so beautifully for it. Yeah, it's nice, really nice. I was very impressed. I haven't anyway. seen Joe's new place in in Austin. I haven't been there yet. I haven't either. You mean Mothership? Yeah. No, I've been there, but I, I was going to say I thought you. Yeah, yeah. Show there. That's why I was in town. Yeah. But I haven't. I haven't gone. I haven't done this. He was in Greece, so I didn't do the podcast. But I want to see his new studio. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. It looks good. That looks fucking great. There's stars on the ceiling. I know he builds all that weird shit. Like he has a place to shoot, like uh, for archery, all this weird stuff, like like a like what a kid would do. Uh, yeah, Joe's wild because like he builds out this incredible studio space and like all this stuff, and then you see like. Five percent of it on camera, like wow. it's not even for the camera. It's just because for fun. Yeah, he wants to have all this stuff, and I'm like, that's exactly what we should be doing. He's a big boy. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. just things you can do, like without going in publicly. Like, if you want to work out, here's a place to work out. Right. If you want to do this, you can do it here without having to leave and be, I guess, bothered by people. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've like listened to that podcast and people have been like, yeah, the ceiling looks awesome in here. It's like you don't even show the ceiling. Yeah, because you don't see the ceiling. Are you in New York just to promote this, or are you like work, uh, doing gigs? Um, I'm just here to promote. I'm just doing like a series of podcast shows, taking a little break from stand up. I need I need a minute. <laughs> Why was it? Did you, did you not enjoy it? No, I love it. I just I'm like a little overwhelmed with uh, podcasts and sketches, and I it's like uh, doing all three is so incredibly time consuming. <laughs> And I just had to omit one for like three months. Also because I went on like two international tours last year and uh, like every single night performing and I just kind of got a little burned out. Where'd you go? The two tours were in London. Nice. That's nice, yeah. I've been I've done two shows there. One in Manchester, two in London, one in Manchester. It was nice. I wish I had spent more time. I just kind of did it to do it. I was Big there ben? for like a month. You see Big Ben? 
No, I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't do anything touristy. I wish I would have been at least a week or two weeks so I could have went around and, you know. See the beef eaters? I don't know what the beef eaters are. They're the palace guards. Oh, yeah, oh no, yeah. I don't know. yeah, yeah. I would look at them. What am I going to do with them? I'd see them for a minute and go, hey, the guy's standing there. Look at that hat, huh? I love when they attack people. <laughs> like when people go too far and like touch them or do something they shouldn't do. It's very rare, but when they do oh, finally yeah. snap, they're ready. Those, yeah. 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 They have fucking they have knives and spears. Those guys don't fuck <laughs> around. they pass out. <laughs> they do pass out oh, once yeah, in a while. That has happened. Yeah, and the rest of their asshole friends just keep walking. It's like, could you be people and just help the guy no, up? No, of course not. They're like there's there's they're soldiers. They're there for a task. That guy's weak. He's yeah. gonna be left behind. I guess so. Yeah, and I guess the finishing the task is more important. I just think it's kind yeah. of so. Got to protect the to king. Yeah. yeah. What did you do when you were there? Um, the first time I was there for a month, and I would do some touristy stuff during the day, and then I would go perform at night. Were you doing stand up or sketch? Stand up. I was doing all stand up. How was it? It was good. Luckily, I had an assistant that was there with me, so she really helped do some like filming and like social media and stuff. Oh, like you're that. doing it for so, like clips and stuff. Yeah, so a lot of that really helped. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun, but yeah. and then I went back again. I think six months later, and I did a, another two week run. When you were, when you were at Playboy, like how long were you there for? And did you really? Why did you leave? I was in Playboy for four years. Um, I was in four special editions and on the cover. I got offered to be a playmate, but the contract was awful. It was like two years exclusive. I couldn't work for any other commercial brand. No, like, no, nothing. I was exclusively sold to them, and I was like, I'm not going to do this. I had a TV, a role on a TV show at the time. I was like, I'm not going to, like, give up my role. Oh, they wanted you to have to give up the television? Everything. They wanted to own me <clears throat> exclusively. And then if, like, say Bud Light wanted to pay me $10,000 to do, um, like, a social media post, yeah. they could approve it or deny it. And if they were like, no, oh. we don't want you to do that, then I lose out on right. brand money. So, I don't know. The contract just sucked. But that wasn't why I left. That's just why I did the cover. So, I was, so the cover had no contract. So I did the cover instead of centerfold um and then i left because four years in i got a text message from the casting director and he was like uh hey we have this opportunity it's twenty five thousand dollars a week and you're gonna be hosting a party for six weeks do you want to do it and i was like um yeah they're like okay great you have to come into the studio today get your hair done like we're gonna test all your different outfits make sure everything's good cool so we do all that, takes eight hours, and then I go into a room, and I sit there. <clears throat> There's a long table with, like, I don't know, eight producers sitting there, and they hand me a script, and they're like, just read through the script, and we'll just make sure everything's good, and then we start and tomorrow. I'm like, cool. Open the first page, and it's like, hi, my name is Lauren Compton. Do you think you can suck dick better than me? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Um, By the way, I didn't mean to shoot my hand up. <laughs> I'm like, mm. <laughs> This is, what is this kind of party? And they're like, oh, it's like an orgy. It's like an orgy. It's like all these people are going to be having sex and sucking dick. And then you're just going to walk around with a microphone and ask people how they're doing. And I go, ah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I'm going to be doing that. It's not exactly ease wild on. <laughs> yeah. And this guy slams his hands down. And he stands up and he's like, we start in 24 hours. And I go, you start. In 24 <laughs> hours, I won't be here. And they're like, if you don't do this, you are never coming back. And I was like, you can't fire me. 
Nice. I quit. Yeah. And then I stood up and I walked out and I never went back. That's great. Like, Did it feel powerful? So powerful. It felt awesome, right? <laughs> that was all good. That's awesome. What confidence to turn down the centerfold and then walk out on, a, I guess, what was a $150,000 uh-huh. gig because you just didn't like the content. That's very confident in yourself. That's great. I like that. You should also be told if you're going to host an orgy. Of course. <laughs> um, It was like they pigeonholed me. Or what was it? Yeah. Cornered me. Cor- yeah. yeah. They cornered. They hey, want- it starts at, you, you already decided it starts at 24 hours. You don't want to, you got to, we just it, go do an I orgy mean, real quick. the amount of pressure, like I don't give it enough credit, but sitting there after like eight hours of hair and makeup and imagining like, oh, as like a 20 four-year-old i'm gonna have one hundred and fifty thousand dollars like in six weeks like yeah and so i'm just like my head was just going nuts and then i realized oh my god if i do this i'm forever gonna be the orgy reporter yeah yeah was it the fact that it was gonna be hardcore sex there and it was just like too much it was straight porn i mean obviously i don't have a problem being naked out in the universe but like porn it's a different deal like actual porn. Yeah, that's a that's a weird connection. This wasn't like beautiful nude modeling in right. like Argentina where they had taken me before. Yeah. <laughs> this is like on the rooftop with literally ten couples banging and I'm supposed to walk around, hey, how's that dick tasting? Right. Right. Just beaches yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, cute pussy. <laughs> you know, like what you don't do, I- do that. <laughs> Yeah, what do you, how do That's you do brand. six weeks of that? I don't know. Like, where do know. you go contextually? What do you say? Like, after, how's the blowjob? Is he a good fuck? Is she great? Like, then what do you do? I like, haven't got find, a clue. How'd they find six weeks worth of orgies, like, in one That's a great I point. Think that, great question. I don't know. Was it a competition? Who could last the longest? Was yes. there an elimination process? I didn't stick, I didn't read the rest of the script. Right. <laughs> were they the same couples? I would like to know if they were the same couples <laughs> coming back, or were they new people every time yeah. in a different location? And maybe you make, like, connections with them, like, oh, that's my friend, like, we're, you you know, we met yeah. the first day. It's been six weeks of orgies, and like we have connected. I just don't know how you talk to people while they're having sex, too. Like, you know, just yeah, get the fuck some out dude of here. just what banging a girl yeah. out from the back. Like, what? Yeah, Plus, being interviewed. It's already like you got to as a as a as a man, you have to perform in an orgy scenario where there's all these people around, and, and now you got some you? asshole with a microphone going like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Like, would you leave me alone? If I was I'm concentrating. In that, That's if, what I'm doing. If you walked over to me and my partner, it would be like, Jim, what's wrong? Nothing. I just need a minute. I need a, I need a minute. It's not working. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that in front of people. I just, no. Yeah. I don't perform well under pressure at all. Yeah. I'm I'm still, to this day, they, they got another model to do it, though. They did. How did it look? Did you actually watch any of it? I didn't. I I didn't. Ha- I wasn't subscribed to the TV channel. Sure. What's it called? Playboy TV? Playboy TV. Oh, no, 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 the actual show. I haven't got a clue. Oh. I mean, this was like literally 10 years ago. Right. So, so was... I don't even really remember. I don't remember the name of the show. I never read past that first line. Yeah. I just remember how upset everybody was. And I, when I tell you that I left that office and I never got another call. Good for you. Never got another call. The ma- I never went to the Playboy Mansion. I could never get the invite. I had a friend who was in Penthouse and Playboy, and she tried to get me just to go up there, and they were like, no, they said you're not famous enough. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> I know. Um, I was like, all right. I went there come. with Big A. Big a. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I didn't mention that. That's where I met John Lovitz. Shout out to John Lovitz. Are you mm-hmm. friends with John Lovitz? I was until I hurt his feelings, and then he hated me. How'd you hurt his feelings? Well, he's a hoarder. Yes. Did you know that about I him? I did I'm not, not know, but I understand hoarder. being a hoarder. He's yeah. a crazy hoarder. Like, not just collectible stuff? A hoarder. Okay. 
And um, he was helping with me with some stand-up and stuff. And I went over to his house, and I offered to help him sell some of his stuff. And I was like, I think I can help you, like, get rid of a little bit of this clutter. This is a scene from 40-Year-Old Virgin. I was like, this is, like, a lot. And he had a lot of memorabilia about himself in there. Like, he had his own little bobblehead. From the critic? I don't know. I'd freak out if there was a whole bunch of critic shit in there. He that just house. had a whole like it was like everything that anyone had ever made of him right. was in his house. And um he was so nice and all of this stuff. And I, I asked if he wanted me to help him sell some stuff and he got his feelings hurt. He didn't like that. He did not like that. He He's felt like, like I would... was coming in and like trying to change who he was and I wow. was like that's a uh, lot. I'm actually, I swear to God, I'm just trying to offer to like help you out a little yeah. bit. And he just got really offended and. Stopped talking to you. Yeah, he like cut me off. He just did not. He wanted to sell his bobble I really hurt his feelings. I have that. stuff that people have made me, like a lot of fan shirts and stuff, but I keep them in the base. I, I can't display them. Yeah. You keep them? Yeah, I don't like to throw anything a fan has given me out, but I just, again, you put it in a little storage thing. Probably so few and far between. I wouldn't like to point the, possibly, yeah, there's been a couple. (laughs) Yes, I have a drawer filled with 20 years of fan. It's a bedside table. (laughs) Two shirts and one uh, note telling me to kill myself. (laughs) Actually, sorry, two notes, one shirt. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where it's nice. I don't like to throw stuff out, but I I wouldn't like to look at things of myself. Uh, I just wouldn't be comfortable doing that. And I, to be clear, I was never trying to get rid of his personal sure. memorabilia. It was like just random. Like it was like a storage unit. But like also, just, like, were you being like very forceful about no. it? No. Yeah. Did you no. walk in and go, "What is this shit? Let's get no. rid of all of it." No way. Right. What? How did you say? Because he might think like, "This is my place. This is where I live." And then you come in and go. By the way, I'd be happy to help you sell some of this stuff. And he was like, what the fuck? What, how, did it, how did it come he up? He was even mentioning it. He's like, yeah, I got a lot of stuff just kind of hanging around here. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you ever, like, want some oh, help. Oh, I know what happened. What? He probably was like, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff hanging around here. And he thought it was like because it's his stuff. You were going to be like, oh, yeah, it's so cool. You did this. You did that. Like a little ego thing. And instead, oh. you were like, yeah, let's get it the fuck out of here. And yeah. he was like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Right? But his house reminded me a lot of the Playboy Mansion. It was kind of old. Huge. Oh, not like in the, not the good stuff. No. But more the bad. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> but you did cut me off. I'm like the bitter ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. John, uh, no, John Lovitz like... won't return my text. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he was so freaking funny. I was like, man. He took me out to all the comedy clubs, kind of showed me around, and then just cut me off. And I was like, fine, fuck you. Someday it is in weird. the future I'll be on a Sirius XM radio show and I'll just tell everyone. That's it right. is weird You're what, a hoarder. what people's Achilles is. <laughs> like, we all have things. Isn't that weird? Like, that's your thing. Like, right. hey, I, you offended his stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that happens. We all have a thing that, like, hey, not that. Anything but that. Yeah. No, that's true. If yeah. you came in my house and you were like, oh, you want to get rid of some of this wrestling stuff? I'd be like, oh, yeah, right after you get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I would actually just kind of go. I'll go, yeah, 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 let's talk about it later. I would just, you know, not get rid of it. I don't think I'd throw someone hey, out. Yeah, 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 We'll talk about it later. I get it. Somebody walks in and sees Kiss posters and goes, what are you doing with these? I'd be like, you're right. I have no no answer. You have more than one Kiss poster? Yeah, yeah. It's just, we all collect what we collect. Do you, do you collect anything? Are you, are you not a hoarder at all? Um, When I was younger, I collected Pez dispensers. That's when you were younger. I don't think I collect anything other than um, shoe liners, shoes (laughs) to cover up the toe. Yeah, that's. You know, I gotta make sure 
I keep my secrets hidden. Although it's not really hidden anymore. It's no, out there. You, you, you tell everybody. That's I what, tell everyone. That's what Get most comics do. Get Whatever they don't it. like, just make sure they all know it so they can't figure I'm it out. just waiting for the day that someone's like, can I take a picture with your toe? <laughs> you and your toe? And it's just like their face and my foot. Yeah. Like. I'm sure a lot of guys would do that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's that's it's gonna come to that. So the mansion, I, I, what what was the Playboy Mansion like? Did you like was it overrated or was it, it was a like great John place? Lovitz's house a little bit? Kind it of, was yeah. Just but like thank you, people. It's gonna hit bobblehead dolls. Massive and dusty. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> a Playboy Mansion is always gonna be iconic. You know, it doesn't even matter if it was a shack. That's where so much went down. And, I mean, guys would go over there, and there was, like, the pool house, and people would go back in the pool house and hook up all these, like, celebrities and all the playmates, and it was uh, free-for-all. He had a big movie room where, like, just 30 playmates would go and watch movies at movie night, and it was, like, him and his two guy friends. One of them was um, something Armstrong. Neil? Uh, uh, it was he still alive for no. a while? No. Tim? No. He was for a while. He sure he did live for a while. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. God, it was some some other guy. He died too. Um, but yeah, it was just big and dusty. Was he but nice he had a to you? Staff? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Straight up, that guy was a dick. So right Sorry. when he was getting married um, to Crystal, you know, he originally wanted to get married. I think it was Holly. Right. But, but then she fell in love with Chris Angel. She fell in love with... Imagine losing your girl because she fell in love with Chris Angel. That would suck. <laughs> she did. She That'd moved to Vegas. Worst. Wow. And then he stole her heart. And the, so she didn't want to marry... The freak took your girl. Is she still with him? I don't know if she's still with him. That's a good question. But so then he went for second best, one of his other three girlfriends. And... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we forget Hef was not exactly handsome in his 80s. No, he doesn't. was a good-looking guy, but I mean, by that point, Damn. Hef used to eat M and M's and drink Pepsi all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what were we? You were just so saying he that he lost Mary... his girl to the mind freak. Yeah, he met, uh, lost Holly, but then went to Crystal, and then on his wedding day, she uh, didn't show up. Oh, and it was half. like the runaway bride kind of situation. She got cold feet and she didn't go. And a lot of people thought it was like a hoax. Like, oh, this is just a press oh, stunt right. or Maybe whatever, publicity stunt. Or, yeah. um, but it was true. Like, she really didn't show up to the wedding. And uh, I met Hugh Hefner that week. So um, he was in a very bad mood. He was wasted. He was drinking whiskey just straight when I went over there. And I remember meeting him, and I was like, hi, my name's Lauren. Like, you've given me a lot of opportunities. Just want to say it's nice to meet you. And he was like, hmm, okay, you want a drink? Uh, I'm like, oh. Yeah. I he kinda, was broken. I mean, so that's I can't a, hold it against him. That's a tough time to meet somebody when the one girl's fucking Chris Angel and the other one just gets on a plane. Yeah. That's a tough time to make a new friend. You, you yeah. re- That's what we were talking about. Aging. And then that's I don't when... want to fulfill his porn fantasies. Like sure. that's a bummer. Yeah, for so him. yeah, that does make me. I don't not happy, but the fact that even a guy like that, who you think had everything, also had fucking sand kicked in his face. Yeah, lost a girl to someone else. One girl was like, "No, I'm just I don't want to do this." He's like in his 80s, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a long time to to wait for that to happen. Good run. Yeah, those are things that have happened to me throughout. Through oh. yeah. Okay. Humiliations. So uh, why did she just leave? And did, did he ever get an explanation as to where she went? 
Well, she still stuck around. She was still his girlfriend. Oh, she just didn't show up for the wedding. She just didn't get married to him. That's but then hilarious. he ended up promising her like all of these things after he died, and she still got all of that. Oh my god! I, I, like he she figured the whole thing then, out. Yeah, she's like, and and the day that he died, she comes out with having a boyfriend. Look at her. The day huh? he died. And then she was like, I've been dating this guy for two years. And it's like, okay, y'all are just fucked up. <laughs> y'all have all kinds of shit going on. I guess on. Hefner knew that. Like, maybe they, I don't know. He had to know. There has to be an arrangement. Like, look, I'm 80. I'm yeah. fucking 85. Was he 85 right. when he died? 90? He was so old. So I'm sure it was just like <laughs> nurses. You Did know? he have a hit on you or no? No, he, I, the only time I really ever oh, talked to that... him was that like one moment because I didn't go to the Playboy Mansion a lot. I never lived there. I was not. I I didn't hang around there. I had shit going on. That's what's up. I was like busy. I was using all the exposure, and I was just creating my own personal brand. Were there, are there like different mentalities there? Like people like yourself who are using it to go fuck this. I'm going to wind up doing a lot of stuff, and then some people who are like, this is going to be my thing. I'm going to be in the Playboy family and that's all I'm going to do. I think a lot of these girls were so young that they didn't like really know what to do and they were like, oh, as long as I'm here, I have opportunity. But I saw it as having some opportunity and going and doing something with it. Right, because eventually it stops coming. The the opportunity probably yeah, stops. Yeah, and Playboy was, is so yeah. temporary. Not yet. I was lucky <laughs> enough to be in it for four years. So, and I loved it. I had an awesome experience. Is that a long time for someone to be in there? Yeah. What's the average, like two years? Two, if you're a playmate. Otherwise, you can do other jobs. Like, they used to have special edition magazines that would come out, and it would be, like, lingerie or the swim edition, and it would be, like, it wasn't the actual Playboy magazine. It was, like, the side magazines that they had. Right. So a lot of times a girl would just come in and do a photo shoot. And they would pay you 500 bucks to work all day in eight different looks. And then you'd get published in the magazine as like one page. And then that would be your whole time. And you could say, oh, I worked with Playboy. But I hosted a show in Argentina for three months. And then I did a lot for the TV channel. And then I did all of the magazines. And then I did the cover. And then they tried to get me in porn. And the orgy. Yeah. So that the was orgy. the whole trajectory. So you basically got what you could have gotten out of it. Like, you did everything you could have done, and then the last final thing, you're like, no, fuck this. I did so much more than, like, a normal person would have done with them. What was the show in Argentina? It was called Playboy Trip Argentina. Probably one of the most embarrassing things I ever did. That's when I was, like, 21. And it was just four playmates running around Argentina. And every day we would do an activity. So, like, we'd go whitewater river rafting or we would shear a goat or milk a goat. And then at the end of that okay. day, that was – so that's me on the far right with the long black hair. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's your goat milking outfit? That was my goat milking outfit. <laughs> that's cool. Milked a goat in that. Um. So why is it embarrassing? Was, just, was it a bad show? Oh my god, it was just cringe the whole thing. Girls in skimpy outfits, milking goats. Why is that embarrassing? I mean, it look what just, I do for a living. It was just they made us like say weird stuff, and like we had to pretend like we didn't all like get along, and then we'd be oh. in the in the van, or they had like a Playboy, um, what was it tour bus, and they pinked it all out, and it was all fluffy, and we had to be in there, and they had to get us naked. Because it was Playboy. Sure. And so they're like, how are we going to like get these girls naked? And so then they'd have like a little, all right, Lauren, you're going to look at Shanna, and you're just going to say, 
like, wow, that bra is really ugly. You should take it off. And then, Shanna, you're going to look at Danny, and you're going to be like, yeah, and your underwear don't match your bra, so you need to take those off. And then, Lauren, you're going to get up, and you're going to walk naked to the bathroom and then grab a banana and then come back, and you're going to hand it to Jacqueline, and you're going to say, hey, this would look better in your mouth. And, like, just the most, like, just the dialogue was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's, those assist, assisted reality. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's never really funny your creative people feeding you lines yeah and because four girls hanging out like they're never gonna get naked but this was to fulfill a fantasy especially when it's like naked reality tv that's like a step yeah. removed like the writers are just like, whatever we have to just whatever gonna make it yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i guess that, that when a guy watches this i guess it is the fantasy of this is how playmates act when this they're, is what they do they're so dumb yeah nobody wants the reality of it like where are you i'm shitting all right yeah yeah that's, that's not a fun reality to hear yeah on the way to the bathroom you grab a banana you don't do anything <laughs> else you grab the banana and you come back of course you do yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's how people are. The that's coolest what, part of the show yeah. is that they organized a, a photo shoot after every activity that was in coordination. Like we did one that was like under a waterfall, like after whitewater river rafting. And then we would all do a photo shoot with this awesome photographer. And that was beautiful. So the, there's like one aspect of the show where we're all modeling naked and that was that was rad. That was the, the 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 part of it where the photo shoot was like, all right, that's made it worth. Yeah, but the acting <laughs> was not fun. Oh. Are, I, you, are you still doing horror movies? <laughs> I try not to. Why? They're so bad. What are you talking about? I have not seen it, but I would. I feel like Attack of the Killer Donuts would oh, be right up my that's alley. My yeah. favorite. It sounds great. That's the best one I ever did, and okay, I've done well, a lot watch. of them. Yeah. I'm like the B-movie, horror movie person. Is it like, was there a production company that was like, we've got a whole slew of oh. B-horror movies and you're just going to be it? Or, or did one roll into the other? No, or? people see me and they think, I want to kill her. Right. How are we going to kill her in this movie? What if a donut What if a donut killed her? grows some teeth? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Oh. And then we kill her. It, while she runs around prancing in a like in her underwear. Oh, that sounds great. Oh. And then I get attacked by donuts. This movie was actually hilarious. Sounds awesome. Dandy okay. Donuts is the place. Yeah. Attack of the Killer Donuts. That's Kayla. We have the same last name. It's Kayla Compton, hey. but we're not related. Oh, is that an evil There's scientist? There's some sort of green evil thing scientist. in the donut. Oh donuts. no. Oh, oh, they're wow. not even large donuts. They're standard-sized donuts. Yeah, they're like eclairs. Wow. Yeah, that's right. The donuts are alive and mutated into killer donuts. Oh, that guy figured it out. Yeah, he did. Is that our uh, uh, C. Thomas Howell? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That is him. Tommy Howell, that's our guy. <laughs> There's me. Look at you running Bouncing. around. <laughs> yes, and you're not even running fast. You're just kind of running no. up and down yeah. very slowly around the car. It was high knees. When you work out, they're like, high knees! Yeah. Oh, those donuts are so creepy looking. They're killer donuts, With Jim. teeth? Yeah. See, there's the Tommy place. Howell. That's our guy. Shooting them? Why are there so many donuts in the house? They blew up the donut shop? Look how many donuts there are. There's a million of them, like flies. Wow. At least, yeah, the, and I'm sure the... Uh... Was this the whole movie? It was good. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you just good. saw it. <laughs> that looks great. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Attack of the Killer Donuts sounds amazing. Um... Clown Town and Killer Camera Monsters also sound 
Killer camera monsters. I don't know what that was. I had an agent, and he was making a movie, and it took him like <laughs> it took him That's like. A good I'm telling you. When your agent goes, what if you were in my, my movie? movie. <laughs> we keep it in the family here. I I don't even know if that movie was ever even released, but he would use all the actors, get all of them to work for free. <laughs> And he filmed it. It took him like four years. A little something in his business. It was a passion project. Ex- I, exposure, honey. Yeah. The exposure the, is going to be great. I don't think there was ever a script. No. I think he just like would film scene by scene. A struggling photographer gets more than he bargained for, discovering the truth of what his new camera is really capable of. So is the camera itself a monster? I think every time he would take a picture right. of a girl, she would turn into a monster. Okay. But yeah, this this was this agent that I had. That is not me, by the way. <laughs> <about> that is <laughs> not me. Uh-uh. Uh, so you've never actually seen the whole movie or you have? I I this is the most I've ever seen of it. You didn't grab a DVD? No. Okay. Do you go to premieres? Um and do you like watching yourself in front of an audience? Like do do a film. Are you asking I, her if she went to the premiere of Killer Camera Monster? No, no, because she said she'd never seen it. But there are I mean the There other, was never a premiere. The donut movie had to have I'm had pretty a premiere. sure there's not even a DVD. Right, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Did the donut movie have a premiere? It's not the donut movie. I forgot. It's called Attack the, of the, Killer, of the Killer, Killer Donuts. Donuts. I like the donut movie too though. Yeah. Um Homer Simpson should have made a cameo. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I never went to the premiere oh, of that. Um, I've been to premieres, but usually they're like bigger. Then Attack of the Killer Donuts? I know, it's hard. <laughs> for not the horror movies. Huh. Like I usually do. Like I was on Showtime. I was on a show called um, I'm Dying Up Here. Oh yeah, there's the Jim Carrey about show. About stand-up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I did like a bit about that and I went to a premiere for that and uh, just some like other stuff. But no, not these horror movies. Who did you play in that? Um, I was Bachelorette number three. Okay, that was my name. And so on the show, I had I was on the season finale, and the main character is trying to pick a girl to date off of the dating game show. And then I had a like a three page scene with him. Oh, that's nice. It was just a co star or something guest star. I don't remember. In the movie Hell Girl, did you get to play the title, the titular role? Oh, I always play the titular role. <laughs> that's my role. I have the tits and I die. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's, that's me. That's me in a nutshell. I have a long toe, big tits, and I die in every horror film. Um, so you did pass away in Hell Girl? Of course I did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Tom, what's the guy's name Bergeron? in it? Bergeron? No, who's the main oh. character? Tom. Tom Green. He was in pa- Saving Private Ryan. Tom. Uh, Scarrett? Tom, Tom Sizemore. Sizemore. He yeah, just died. Yeah, yeah. He just died. Yeah. More rest in peace. Yeah, t- he died. He just He's died. Dead. Yeah, he had a brain aneurysm. He died oh. a while ago. Yeah, maybe within the last eight months. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's Damn. passed on. Yeah. Wow, I guess I can tell you a story about him then. Sure. Because <laughs> he'll never. No, he's dead. He's passed on. Yeah, he's dead. So when we were filming this movie up in Big Bear, um, he helicoptered in some prostitutes. Nice. We all were staying in these cabins, and he had like a cabin f- a little further away, and he had a big drug problem. Loved yes, cocaine. He did. And so um, one night he like didn't show up to set for like days, and he would helicopter in 
and out different prostitutes. And then one day they went over there and they're like, you have to come to set. We have to get you on to do this stuff. He was so fucked up that he goes and he tries to put his hand on the, this truck to like lean on it to do a scene. And he just misses the truck completely oh. and goes, oh. and just face plants in the gravel. And we're all like, oh my gosh. Meanwhile, there's another prostitute helicoptering out. <laughs> and we're just like, we're like, this guy is a shit show, dude. It's, so, it's a shame he was such a great actor too. And he just, he just was such a mess. He lived oh. his life. It's a shame, yeah. yeah. He was a complete mess. Did um, he finally pull it together? You mean for he, the filming? Yeah. You know, Hellgirl? for Hellgirl, I think he only had a couple of scenes to film. Because we, you know how they shoot these independent movies like right. real fast? Yeah. Like you got 30 days from beginning to end. Yeah. And so I think he was only supposed to work like three to four days. Yeah, that's like a... a Bruce like, Willis like was a, doing a lot of those. A staple of that where they'll, they'll you have a day rate and they'll get a big star yeah. for one day. It, yeah. And it's like you just shoot everything you possibly can in, in one, one day. day. Bruce right. Willis was making a living doing that. Like, yes. Like huge, um, you know, I mean, there's small movies, but for him it was probably making, I'm going to guess, a million dollars a day or for whatever sure. it is. And just yeah. bang a bunch out. Who gives a shit? Like, why not? You've already done all your amazing work. You get him in a movie and then you can sell it, especially overseas. All you want to so. do is put him on the cover. That's what he said, like... Uh, Frank Stallone, mm-hmm. who I love, Frank. Stallone. Sure, who doesn't? He uh, he did just a ton of horrible B action movies, and he knew the only reason that he was in these movies is so they could put Stallone mm-hmm. above the title. And he was like, "I don't, yeah, but I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, it, they still pay the same. It doesn't matter." So they'd be like Stallone, and then it would be this bad movie because back then. You would go to the video store. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen any of these trailers. You couldn't YouTube stuff. So you'd just be like, oh, it's a Stallone movie. I'll check this out. And you put it in. It's Frank Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ugh. You're He's like, like oh, on his I way got to, duped again. To, a, to the bean factory. Did you have any scenes with Tom Sizemore or no? Yeah. Um, he picks me up on the side of the road and then rapes me. And then I die that. later that day. Oh, wow. I end up face down in an empty swimming pool. How was he? Like in a scene like that, was he? He professional? was really, was he, really he, nice. He was, he was good, right? Yeah, he was. But you also didn't even see that scene. You just kind of heard it. Oh, okay. But he, as a person, he was always super nice, and you could t- you always feel the worst for those people. Yeah, we had him in here. He was a good dude. Yeah, we had, we had a few times he was in. Yeah, he was. Uh, he would he, sometimes he was good, and other times he was a little testy. You know, it was just part of... Yeah, he being... probably hadn't had his morning cocaine that day. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but it's just he was such a great actor. And when you see a guy who's that good, and you, and you watch them throwing it away, you're like, fuck. Like, I know. You're better at this stoned out of your mind and falling off a truck than I am sober. He was so talented. Yeah. You could even see, even when he would act, it was like a little mesmerizing because he was just so freaking talented. And he would look at the page and just like throw it aside and then whatever he would say would be better than the dialogue was anyway. And it was just like, dude, get it together, man. <laughs> uh, we like you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. But it was an aneurysm. And I think that his family just said like, he's just not going to come back from it. So yeah. Plus, you still got to do Hell Girl. I did. So I that'll did. be forever. Yep, Hell Girl was cool. Um, I don't know what was the other one that you said besides the um uh, the was clown a, one. The clown kid. Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about uh, uh, Clown Town. Clown Town. Um. Yeah, Clown Town. Girl goes into a town with some friends. Their car gets oh, I've stranded. Seen this, I've seen the poster before. Like I've seen the 
the cover art. Yeah, this was a the, it was shot really well. The DP was fantastic. Um but yeah, so our car gets stranded. There's four of us and we just start walking around the town trying to find a way to get our car to start working and nightfall comes and we realize there's evil clowns out and about who have tripped a wire in our car. I hate that. And uh, they go and try to murder all of us. And then I save the day. You do? I'm, I'm the hero in this one. You don't die? I don't die. Final it, girl? I don't die! Final girl? Final girl. Ooh. Is it scary or is it kind of campy and fun? Oh, it's so campy. Okay. They tried to make it scary, but it's not. Clown town? <laughs> it's not. I don't think any movie I've really done has ever been scary. It's all campy. They're doing the quick camera thing with the camera, like the little camera jumps yeah. that really good scary movies This was do. like a really high-end student film. Was Brian Nagel the filmmaker or an actor? It's a so, Brian Nagel movie. That's so weird. Brian Nagel's this guy in the blue shirt right there. I believe he's known as B-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he. so he's the brother of the director, and together they funded this movie. Oh, so this was a full-on Nagel production. Oh, it was a Nagel, a Nagel entertainment gotcha. piece. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, By the way, you're right. The camera yeah, work in this. Their way into this movie. The fucking camera work oh, in this is clown. unbelievable. Look at that clown. That guy rules. And they're all friends. Like, they're, like all these guys. Were, it was kind of like the one that my agent made, only better. Yeah, this looks better. It's way better. But, like, everyone was a friend of the director. They only cast me and the other girl, Katie. Everyone yeah. else was like a friend of a friend. Like but, he was a friend of the director. She was a friend of the director. He was the makeup artist <laughs> wow. in Ohio. That's probably why he looks so good. Like yeah. that's, that's why he made sure he took care of his own yeah. face. He yeah. was like a badass special effects makeup artist. Him and his girlfriend, her, they owned this makeup special effects studio in Ohio, and that was the director on the ground. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. how like uh, <laughs> that's how they do these movies. That's awesome. That's how, like, Terrifier and Terrifier yeah. 2 started. The filmmaker is just, a, he's a special effects guy. That's what he did. So he's like, how do, I, and then he started, he wrote a movie around it. Yeah. And he started directing, and that's why you have all this, like, cool shit in that movie. That but that trailer cool is not one, bad, though. That's not a bad trailer at all. No, and you're right, it, a good director of photography. I watched Clown Town. Yeah. The DP was out of this world. So if you, at least if you watch it, it might not be the scariest thing ever, but it looks so good. Yeah, yeah, when you said that, and I'm I'm looking at the trailer. I'm like, yeah, this guy's great. He rocked. Yeah, his name was Ken. Did he do other horror films, or was that? Or that I think was... he went on to do some other stuff. I mean, he. I hope he did because he was extremely talented. Do you I, know I, a movie's know bad when you're done. doing it? Like I've done some things where I'm like, oh. Every morning, actually. What are you doing? I mean, and, and you're like, <laughs> 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 do you ever have that where you're like, oh, God, what I, like this is just not a great project? I mean, that's how I felt at the Playboy offices. Oh, right. You know, I was like, mm, this is not the movie for me. I never walk away, though. I respect the fact that you walked away. I've, I've finished them. I've just done them, and you're like, fuck this. Well, you're spineless. No, it's not as spineless. I mean, that that's part of it. But it's not a fear of upsetting them. Yeah. It's like a fear of saying nothing else is ever going to come, so I might as well take this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know what other ones I've done. I, have I done only horror films? It's been so long since I've acted. Do you like acting, or are you I do happy like acting. in the spot that you're in? I do. I think, I think that with the gift of social media and yeah. all my sketches and stuff, I can do my own act-outs. Right. And they take way less time, and I get way more exposure. Yeah, like, 
for talented people, the idea that you can just do it yourself is so appealing that it's almost like, why would you not? Yeah, as opposed to working on something like Hell Girl, where I got to go stay in a cabin for 30 days in Big Bear with some prostitutes helicoptering in and out. And then get paid. I mean, paid. that doesn't sound that unappealing. Honestly, you, you, that's why I want to be in the show business. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, too, is these movies never pay anything. Right. Like, I think well, that. because they never make anything. I know. <laughs> but There's... the contract sucks, too. Like, I don't get any of the back end off of any of that. You and... didn't get any back end off Clown no! Town? Oh, I can't believe that. I know. Oh, that's awful. I and the got, money. like, I don't know, a thousand bucks? Right. For a month of work? Meanwhile, the the director of Attack of the Killer Donuts is just cleaning up. I know. Yeah. And the Nagel brothers? The Nagel yeah, brothers the Nagels are doing are very well. Yeah, they are iconic. next level yeah, right yeah, now. The, the wealthy Nagels. They just got hired to do Fast and the Furious 45. Wow. <laughs> a Nagel production. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope they call it the Finaglers. I think they should. All the money goes into the, uh, the big star. Like whoever's the big name in there, yeah. that's where most of the budget goes. Yeah. Was Tom Sizemore the big star in that movie? For sure. Okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, I love to act, but I would have to have a way better offer than just the big-titted bitch that dies well, for pl- $1,000. Do if you're doing for something like $42 for million. For Before, I was like, down. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't say, couldn't say yes fast enough. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But if you're getting 42 million views, it's not, what are they going to offer you that's going to do more than that? Or 10 yeah. million views, it's nothing. A thousand bucks. A thousand, a thousand bucks, a thousand bucks. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thousand dollars. That's like a lot of shoes to cover up my problems. That's right. Did they stop monetizing people on Instagram? Um. Now I think you can buy the blue check mark. No, no, I mean like the, um, didn't their like creator program go away on one, on one of those platforms? Reels. What, like Reels maybe where they were monetizing Reels. Oh, is that? Oh, I don't know. I never made any money off I of I never make any money off of social media, really. It's weird. Are yeah. you just, are you, why? You, do you have so many views? I'm sure you would. Uh, I would say like brand deals are the only way around it. I tried to join the creator fund on TikTok, but if you do that, then they suppress your views mm. because so, they don't want they don't want to pay, to pay out. you. So then it's like, okay, well, now I'm not making any friggin' money and I'm not getting the views. So I got so out of that. So you can't get your brand deals because yeah. you're not getting views. Yeah. So I just personally will reach out to brands that I really like and that I want to work with and I'll send them a pitch deck and what I'll do. And Oh, wow. You actually reach out to them. They don't reach out to you. No, I do a lot of the reaching out. I'm a, I'm a go-getter. Hi, I'm Lauren Compton. You might remember me from Killer Camera Monsters. Or Attack of the Killer Donuts. Attack of the Killer Donuts. Shout out to the Nagel Brothers. Right, I have a weird foot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love your product. Do you need a sock extender advertised? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do a Tampax, like, sketch. I've been trying to get a hold of tam- Tampax. Yeah. So if you ever get a hold of anyone with the tampon industry, please let me know. Travis? Yeah, you have any connections? Thank you. All right. <laughs> Travis well, is just a customer. Yeah, Travis, no, he's a content. <laughs> Jim, how would you feel if, if, your, if your girlfriend asked you to go to CVS or whatever your like convenience store is and get her, and a, get her a box of tampons? More shocked than you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the words would be, for what? Why? <laughs> What are we doing with this? <laughs> I'd be less shocked if she asked me to go and get her a space helmet yeah. than, a, than a tampon. <laughs> to do what? Decorate the house? <laughs> okay, John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs>
oh, airbags, wow. birth control, none of it. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. New episodes every Tuesday with full shows weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern. On Sirius XM, channel 103. Visit SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam for a free three-month special offer.